we're back to another episode of Tea with Tammy. I, of course, am Tammy. And it would be weird if another person was starting the show. We should do guest hosts again. Oh, I would love that for just for y'all to click on and be like, whose voice is this? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> but it's just me, Tammy again. But we do have a guest, Devin from the No One Cares podcast that is on a hiatus, but man, am I waiting for it to come back? Devin, are you on the line? Yes, real nigga speaking. Real nigga records is here. <laughs> it is Devin, we here. Oh, I tied that in. Wait a minute. But uh Wow, already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Connecting the dots for the people at home. I love it. Devin. We here. I'm glad to have you here. I wanted to have you on Tea with Tammy again because I like chatting with you. I like shooting the breeze with you. I like catching up on current events, trending topics, all that jazz. And so I just figured, let's hit record this time. Of course. What do you think? Of course. Yeah. (laughs) And my bad. No, we were trying to, we were trying to, you know, get our schedules together. But uh, a whole nother topic is. You know, I never realized that when you get married, that like you have to relearn how to operate as a uh, married man. You can't operate as a single man no more. So my schedules are, I'm, I'm learning on how to redo my own schedule. So my apologies in advance. For and you know what? Happen. My apologies for forgetting that you're a whole <laughs> married man. Because in one breath, I was going to... Again, congratulate you for, you know, tying the knot. So shout out to Devin and his lady. But on the other hand, it's hard to forget, or I mean, it's easy to forget that your life changes mm-hmm. <laughs> when you get married. And so I'm over here like, oh, look, you're married. It's so cute. Look at the pictures. And I'm forgetting about the behind the scenes and the logistics of your day to day. And so I apologize for like being that annoying friend, being like, why hasn't he texted me back yet? Probably oh, because no. he's spending time with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't need to apologize. Like I said, it, it, it's it's just like an it's just a it's just like a, a adjustment for myself and everybody else and stuff too. Because I also don't want to be that guy who's like, hey, let me check with my wife or let me make sure me and my wife are good. Like I don't want to be that guy either because like it sounds crazy. <laughs> Even though in reality, like no, it's the be balance, that guy. but it's just like, no, nah, I want to. You know what I'm saying? I have to check in. No, I want you to be that guy. I want you to be like, no, let me check in with my black, beautiful queen first and see what she's got to say. For real. Because listen, people say happy wife, happy life. That is not true. It is way more than a happy wife. So true, 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 true. I will give you that. I will co-sign that. But let's get into some tea, if you will. Yes, ma'am. There's some different things I do want to talk about that come to mind as for trending First things first, let's get music out the way. Bet. And then we'll get into some juicier topics. We've got new Wale. Have you listened? Forlorn 2? Yes. I'll be honest. I have not finished it. Um, I'm probably halfway. Let me pull it up on my um, preferred music service. I don't want to say it on your podcast and um, cancel any future (laughs) deals you may have. Um, I love the thoughtfulness. Listen, I, I understand it now. I haven't been podcasting in a while, but I understand the power of mentioning somebody's name for free. 
that that's a whole topic mm-hmm. in itself. We might circle the block and come back to that. But I did <laughs> listen to Wale's newest album and I'm going to say that it's good. Okay. It's not my favorite project from him. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite project of the year, but it's enjoyable. I do like Wale. I'm a longstanding fan. And, you know, just like that one viral video, I'm a stick beside him. So if he drops, I'm going to listen. And I will say, favorite song, favorite track. If you haven't made it to it yet, please listen. Dearly Beloved featuring Jamie Foxx. I see that. Oh, I see that. I didn't look at the track list. Right I, up my alley. I just started playing it. I didn't look at the track list, but I saw. I just saw that now. I was like, oh, like Rick Ross, Chris Brown, Jamie Foxx, like back to back to back. That's pretty crazy. It's it's Chef Kiss. Chef Kiss. Highly recommend. So please finish that project. But of what you did here, were you jamming? From what I heard, uh, it was dope. Um, I liked, so I liked his last, not his last project, but that, what was that project he dropped during the pandemic? Um, you know what I'm talking about? When it comes to Wale, I'm horrible at project names. Yeah, so you're on your own. So, so many, if it's honestly. not the, the Seinfeld ones, I don't know it. <laughs> well, <laughs> Wow That's Crazy was fire. So that, while that, I liked Wow That's Crazy a lot. Um, so for this album, like I said, I haven't finished it, but I did not like Poke It Out. Poke It Out was like, made me kind of upset because, you know, when you hear Wale and J. Cole come together, it's usually something super fire. And it wasn't, to me, like, it was just so sample heavy. And I, I don't know. I still don't like that version of Wale. Let me just say that. But um, Okay. From what I heard, it sounds dope so far. It does sound dope so far. I need to finish it all the way through. That's like I always have to do that for Wale before I judge his projects because he's always gonna have a handful of songs that just go hard. That's just who Wale is. Like he has that potential to just go crazy all the time, whether it be rap or making a hit. But um, from what I heard, it's pretty cool. I, stress, I, I can say that okay. at most. But I just gotta finish it first. I gotta finish it first because uh, I down south is my, probably my favorite track right now. Of course. Interesting. People have mixed opinions about that track on who should have been the representation on that track for the down south region. <laughs> definitely should have been Maxo. But you know, I, I like it. Maxo mm, definitely yes. should have been there. Like we had to stop. We got to start realizing that Maxo is like the next big person out of Texas. Like who's about to like really blow. Like about to have his moment. Transition King. Let's talk about it. Weight of the world. That's mm. his newest album that dropped. Maxo Cream, what do you, what are your thoughts? Weight of the World is fire. Like to me, Maxo is getting better with every project. Like he's getting better with every project to me. And it's been a minute. Has it been a minute or has it been a year? It's been two years almost. Almost two years since his last album, the Brandon Banks, which was also hard. But like yes. to me, he utilized his features better here and was like less less features i guess or like, i don't know it's a better use of yes. his features compared they to like were more the, intentional yeah exactly exactly and it's just like it's really dope from the beginning to the end and it kind of plays like a like a like a hood movie and i really like that like i really like that and like he's a dad now so he's embracing that he's embracing the loss his dad's back in jail like it's just really hard it's really hard like i heard big persona when it came out as a single and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. like this is hard. Like, this is hard. I didn't think a project was coming. I was like, this is hard. And then he released a couple of singles before, like, a couple of weeks before the album, like Greener Knots. 
and a couple other songs. And I was like, okay, this is not bad. Like, I don't know what this project is going to sound like. I thought Big Persona was going to be a one-off. Because this is kind of fresh off of like, uh, if you call me if you get lost, like, mm-hmm. you know. And the way Big Persona fits into this album just kind of speaks to how like good it is to me. Like smooth. ASAP Rocky feature, Tyler, Tyler feature, Freddie feature. Like these are all people I can see Maxo like linking up with. And like everything just sounds good. Everything sounds good. Yes, I agree. So I agree with the point of the features like being more intentional this time around to where they had purpose Mm -hmm. and they actually elevated the song and made sense. And then I also appreciated the connection between Tyler and Maxo because on paper, I'm going to be honest, doesn't, doesn't seem like it would make sense. And then when you listen to both of their projects individually, you realize that they both sound like movies and Mm. they're very much can be comparable in artistry, but maybe not the sound or the content, but just as for being an artist. And so them connecting on Big Persona, I feel like it's genius, one of the best songs on the project. And I'm very curious to see the future of Maxo and the representation of Texas. That song speaks to tyler's greatness i don't know if you realize like there's a lot of people that tyler is featured on that doesn't make sense and that's exactly why he does it like him and west side gun don't make sense but he goes on there produces and just starts to bar out him and like little yachty and tierra whack and asap like you wouldn't think he would do like that cypher kind of thing but he goes on there and he bars out same thing with freddie same thing he does with maxo like he's just like i think with his album he's just in his bag and he's just showing like he doesn't have a max on any of his skills. Oh, pun intended. Is it? No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I am. I am interested to see where this goes for Max. So I, I really hope. Like to me, people haven't been talking about this like they should. But um, and maybe it's because of like the albums that have kind of released before it, and like the landing of it. But to me, like if I'm being real, real Max, this uh. That album's getting more play than, um, you know, CLB and uh, Donda. What? See, okay, let's break the fourth wall. Usually, if I was on a phone call with you and you would say something like that, I would then start cussing you out. Correct. Or hang up, threaten to hang up at at the least. But, you know, I'm a chill. I'm going to let you have your opinions. People get emotional (laughs) about the truth. You know what I mean? People get emotional about the truth. I get it. You, in addition to your takes not making sense, you know what else doesn't make sense? <laughs> what? what? What doesn't make sense? <laughs> How much I enjoy the newest project from Dom Kennedy. I don't know mm. if it's me and my brain transitioning to like a maturehood in understanding artists or... I've just grown to like him. I don't know what it is, but I've never been the biggest Dom fan. Did you hear this project? Did I hear this project? Oh my God. When it came out, I was bumping it up. I was like, I was trying to be a brand ambassador. I'm always trying to be Dom Kennedy's brand ambassador because he's literally become like somebody who you like them for who they are. And then like, they're also their, their, their personality. Like you like Dom Kennedy for his music and you like Dom Kennedy for what he does for like the community, entrepreneurship, 
like what he does outside of music. Like it's, it's, it's he's really, what does he grown. do? I mean, not to interrupt, but I want to know, I want to like him more. I want to like him. He has his own brand, his own business. Like he's into different deals outside of music too. Like he's into his own like business ventures. I don't want to say similar to Nipsey, but not too far off from just like the growth and maturity of just being bigger than music. Hmm. Okay. In the project? In the project. The pro- uh, in, in the project or and the project? And the project. And the project. Project's fire. Front to back. Like this, <laughs> this gave me the same vibes that I got when I played, um, when I played, um, and I'm not saying that it's better than this project, so don't, don't, don't trip, but, um, Get Home Safely. Get Home Safely is one of my favorite Dom projects of all time. Maybe on top of, uh, mm. maybe on top of, uh, From the West Side with Love, I think it's one or two. I think it's the first one with Locals Only. I think From West Side with Love, one. Those two are my favorite Dom projects of all time. And this album to me, like, it was just like, you know, because Dom had that moment where, and, and well, I'll be honest. Like Dom had that moment where there were some projects he dropped that just like weren't hitting. And it was just mm-hmm. like, damn, like where's that? It was the same time where people, where people were basically labeling Dom as like a summertime rapper, which I didn't like. Cause I yeah. always kind of thought Dom just like, you could play Dom whenever. I don't think Larry June's like Larry June. Perfect. It's like also like summertime music you can say, but he could play Larry June whenever. And I always kind of thought Dom had that similar kind of like music feel, I guess you can say. But um, mm-hmm. there was just a certain point in time where like Dom's shit to me like wasn't grabbing me like the stuff beforehand was, and then he rap, dropped rap and roll. He did some joints with Hit Boy, like half a meal projects, and you could hear that he was like, I guess to me, I felt like he was coming out of that like slump that his rap career, music career, was in for a bit. And this shit sounds like he's all the way out of it, and it sounds like it's like the perfect just do for from the West Side Would Love three, like the West Side Would Love series. Like there isn't a bad from the West Side with Love project, so for him to do three it was like you have to come correct, and he came correct, especially linking up with Hit Boy. That's big. Yes, Hit Boy is definitely someone who was going to be like Devin would say the green sprinkles on top. Mm, is uh, I don't know. I don't think he's the he green sprinkles. To like adding like parsley, like making it just like that touch of better. I feel like adding Hit Boy was that for me. No, nah, Hit you know? Boy is like the Hit Boy is like it's like when you make like is he the steak? He's the main dish, or so there's ramen and there's the broth that makes the ramen, but like. The broth is nothing without everything that's in the ramen. The broth is not the broth is just broth without the stuff in it to make it ramen. Like, you know, you can have beef and broccoli, but you need the rice for the foundation. And the beef just like makes the complete meal. To me, Hip Boy comes in and it's like the foundation. And then other artists come in and they make shit sound like way better. Not saying that he's bad, but it's just like Hip Boy has this energy that's undeniable with his music. And he's literally noting himself as one of the best producers damn near i say of all time like he went to nas made nas have some of the best albums of his life like he's made sean come back with like a really good album and if you don't think he had a good album at least you know he has some like really dope beats on there and like he sounds at least good again if you don't like big sean i love big sean um hit boy just like is going crazy with his music and like i don't know a bad hit boy produced song and so, like, to me, like, Hit Boy is just, like, 
I don't know. I can't say to say he's the green sprinkles is like disrespectful. A green sprinkle would be like somebody who kind of comes in and adds a little bit, but his boy is like the foundation. He's like, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a, a main course of the meal. I understand that. And I respect that. I guess I was trying to give Dom more credit to his project oh. because he's the rapper, you know? So he, I'm assuming is writing the bars and the content piecing together these verses and so i didn't want to say he was a part of the main dish but yes hit boy and the value that he brings to a project yes very main dish worthy yeah <laughs> yes. yeah exactly because like i said like, i mean of course dom's gonna do his thing too but like you know sometimes like the artist is on go only goes hard at the beat that he's on that's the problem that they've been saying yeah. royce and nas have had all their life but then when they get the right production, they just sound crazy and it like amplifies how good they are. So yeah, yeah. no disrespect to Dom. Dom, like I said, I've been rapping with Dom for a while. So I fuck with the album heavy. In addition to that project, any other out there that you've been fucking with heavy on rotation that people need to know about? Music that people need to know about that I've been fucking with heavy. Um, I'll say two things. One, um, one is definitely where is this hoe at? One is get off my dick, my dick. Oh, you're talking about Zach Fox. Zach Fox, shut the fuck up talking to me. That project, gold, chef kiss, love it. The beats, the aggression, the bars, the wittiness, the jokes, the puns, everything. I just it was what I needed to like break up all the other shit that's been released you know 100%. you just need a break from everyone gunning for album of the year mm -hmm. and then you hear like something refreshing mm. and it damn near sounds like album of the year it's a really good product especially because he had like an alk beat too like he got the alchemist on his like first musical project which is crazy to me but i mean zach fox is literally like good in any hood oh yeah and shout out to kenny beats yes chef kiss Kenny Beats, Beats is fire. But I want to go back to something real quick. You said, is there any project that I want to mention? And the one yes. project I do want to mention, and I don't even mean to like, you know, give like some white credit on here. I know we're usually really <laughs> pro-black. Yeba's project mm. is beautiful. And maybe that's just the type of time I'm on, but it's really good to me. Like really good. Perfect fall music. Perfect. It's like perfect, like put on and play and like just do what you got to do. Oh, also, also, Yeba. And if you haven't heard Lute's Goldmouth album from Lute with Dreamville, go listen to that. Really good. Lute's really good. Really underrated. More people should be talking about it. Goldmouth. I like that title. Mouth with an F. Oh, I like it even more. <laughs> Sprinkle a <of> ratchet. <laughs> Sprinkle, exactly. Sprinkle a little green. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Yes. Any favorite tracks on the Yeba album or just the album as a whole just sounds beautiful? Honestly, as a whole, it sounds beautiful. I put it on and just like let it go. It's like sometimes like with album, but artists that I don't know and I'm like playing the music for the first time, I usually just let it go and I don't look for the project, like for the songs. Um, mm -hmm. Like she asked me to one here in ASAP Rocky. It's very feature limited, but like Boomerang is really dope. I don't know the names. Of, like I don't know the names of her songs, but the album just sounds really good. I know that's like weird, but I played the album from beginning to end the other day and I was like, wow, this is super good. But I couldn't tell you what song was was like the standout because I just did, never looked at the track list. I just let it go. 
Yeah. But it was super good. I, I think it's definitely worth a play. And I need Lucky Day to drop an album before the end of the year. Mm, I do like some Lucky Day. Lucky Day is my favorite. And he's also extremely handsome. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with saying a man is extremely handsome, guys. There's nothing wrong nothing with that. Nothing at all. I just love the honesty. Like, it's true. I was, I was watching right. his video the other day. And I was just like, well, it was him and Yeba, the, um, How Much Can a Heart Take? And I was like, you know, he's killing it. But like, he's been doing some real model type shit too. I was like, he's like handsome. Like he's just like got that. Like I feel like he can like pull any girl he wants to. Like realistically though, like not like he's like a pop star like Drake, but like Lucky Day could probably pull <laughs> any woman he wanted to, just because like he's that handsome. And it's not even about popularity. You know what I mean? Yes, but I don't know why my husband needs to keep catching these strays. Okay, you don't, you don't have to let him go. Leave leave my husband Drake out of it. He's got okay? a whole kid with somebody he's, else. He's just fine. On. And moving on, let's transition just a slight bit. Still music, mm-hmm. but more so let's talk about the logistics of the music. Summer Walker. So she's dropping a new album November 5th. And it's a sequel or a part two, if you will, if you ask me. Her first album was titled Over It. This new and second album is titled Still Over It. And then she drops a single. And it's titled X for a Reason featuring JT. It has a sound that is the exact opposite of the first album. Did you hear this? Have you caught a caught wind of this on the timeline? Mm, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little bit of a hot take. I am not a fan of Summer Walker, though I acknowledge her talent. Okay. And that's fine. So like her you music can, is you cool, can still be but... a part of the conversation. <laughs> yes, yes, I think so. I think so. I think so. Okay. And so hearing that someone's making a part two album to their first and very successful album and they have a sound that's completely different Mm -hmm. you as a consumer how would you feel um and they have a sound that's completely different right so they're marketing it as like it's a continuation of the first album same look and feel the cover the title and then you hear the first single and it's pop it's dancey, it's upbeat, tempo, and you're like, wait a minute. The first album, it was slow, smooth, sultry, sad, passionate, sexy. You as a consumer, are you mad? I mean, it depends. If you're like a fan of her core music and you're expecting the same thing, of course you're probably, well, you're mad, but like you're just nervous for what the album's going to have. But I mean, artists do that all the time. Artists do that all the time. Like they always drop some shit, and the next shit just sounds different. That's just what it is. And you know, I feel like summer is about to enter winter. Mm. <laughs> winter's coming. Winter's coming. And what I mean by that is that she's about to be introduced to what Bryson Tiller was introduced to. Where you're you're trying you're trying to chase this sound you're trying to do a repeat and you can't. I maybe I disagree though. I don't think she will. 
don't think she will. I no? think she has. I think she has. She's surrounded by people who are too good to let her do that. Let me give you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> let me throw another wrench. In the first album, we had London on the track. London was on what every track. You know why? Because they was fucking. Right. They even got a baby now together. Now, fast forward, they're not together. She got a new man. And you know what? London ain't going to be on every track. Are you mad as a consumer? Does that does that matter? Do we know who's producing? Like featured producers? Is there a track list? I don't. All we can do is wait and see. <sighs> she has to move on from, from London on the track eventually. Whether they were together or not, eventually he's going to have to stop making her beats because she's going to need to grow. She can't just constantly do his music. Like, not saying that he's not a good producer, but every artist ventures off of like their producer. So it's only it's, it's bound to happen. Yeah, and I completely agree. But I guess the frustrating part of it all, me as a consumer, is like, don't try and trick me, though, in the process. Because the title of the new album is called Still Over It. Like, you have this continuation promo wearing the same clothes from the album cover of the of the last project. You know what I mean? Like, you're trying to sell the same look, feel, and sound, but then when it's time to deliver, you're giving us something different. But do you think conceptually (sighs) she's still in the same place? Like, over it came from, like, being over whatever it was, but now she's went through a whole bunch of things. She had a baby. She had, like, a now she has the baby daddy. She's been in a rough relationship. Like, do you think, and she's experienced a whole new level of fame. So maybe she is like still over it. And like, she's just going to give what, like what that is to her. Now I get the name and the title and the conception of like the concept of carrying the name. I think it's kind of cool and it's genius. Cause of course you tie in your old fans, new fans. They, mm-hmm. you, you reference still over it all the time. They go back and listen to the first project. So like, I, I get the genius of tying it in, but I think it's just going to be a, a, a album that is like, similar to the concept but just like a whole new level of like where she's at today so it could just sound totally different because she's not like a debut and the sophomore thing is always a thing too so it could be a sophomore slump for her you just don't know yeah summer don't play games with me okay game of thrones winter is coming (laughs) but let's just continue on the music talk okay so i saw a tweet Mm -hmm. that bothered me frustrated me angered me almost and i'm not even in the likes of these people is it from me <laughs> Did I do this? no 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 i saw a tweet from meek mill mm. meek mill said i haven't been paid from music ever i might be paraphrasing but in his tweet i think he literally said that he has <laughs> On tw- and that was the tweet verbatim right he has ins- he has incited this uproar of saying like it's time to start exposing these labels. But here's the thing. I've seen the TLC movie. I've seen the new edition movie series. Mm-hmm. I've seen Straight Outta Compton. This ain't new. Why are we still falling into the same traps and not getting paid? As us talented black kings and queens, I'm frustrated. Did you see this tweet? I did see it. I saw it on your story. Like I think Keisha Cole commented too. Um, yes. I don't. 
think I'm just old. Like I'm an adult now. I think I'm really an adult. Like I'd be seeing some shit like that, and I don't even be paying attention to it no more because I'm just like, one, I'm not a big McMill fan. Like he makes really good music, super talented. Don't get me wrong, fire, right? But I don't listen to music like that. I think I'm just on a whole other new vibe. But me seeing that is just like, I just hate how it just comes up so random. Like it's just so random that he says that mm. so deep into his career, and it's just like okay, like uh, I don't know. And you see it so many times too, where you're just like, I don't know. I guess some people are like, oh, why did it happen? It's just like this happens all the time. Like, oh, it happened to Meek Mill. Like that sucks. Like because <laughs> like it happens so often. So it's almost like I'm not numb to it. But like I guess it's, I guess what's interesting though is like Meek Mill is like a bigger artist. And so you kind of wonder why, you know, he got into that kind of deal. Cause like, I he came like when he came out, didn't he? He him and how how fast did he come out before he was on a like a label a record deal with like um, MMG and stuff? You know, he had been around for a while, like Meek Mill with the braids, and like he was doing low budget movies and stuff. Like he was, was around, album, though, right? Like, those were all just like. No, no, I Project? mean, yeah, true. But he was making a name for himself, at least. Right. So I'm just curious, because I'm also curious, like, why are you saying it now? I'm also curious, like, you know, you worked with Rick Ross, Wale, like, I mean, Drake for a little bit. You worked with a lot of people. Like, how do you end up with a bad deal? And how are you saying that now? And then, like you mentioned, stepping back a few more years or maybe (laughs) decades because she's been around for a very long time too as she's proven in her her versus battle keisha cole like you said commented Mm -hmm. underneath meek mills well i think it was posted to the shade room and she posted on the shade room but she (laughs) co-signed and said i too have never been paid from a label ever which i believe like it's the ever part for me like you've been around decades and you have songs with Tupac. <laughs> That's crazy. But you you've never seen a paycheck. <laughs> you didn't have to mention Tupac. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> Am I wrong though? Like that's a long ass time. I mean, it is a long time. To not be paid. It is a long time. But like, I mean, I mean, she had a point about the audit stuff. Maybe she knew and kind of got out, but. I don't know. It is weird. Like, I'm not sure how this keeps happening to high profile artists or artists that are like pretty well established. Um, yeah, yeah, it's frustrating. It is frustrating. It's just like, like I don't know how this how it keeps happening. You see, like, you see Meek with Jay Z like a week before this and or days before this, and then today he's like, never seen him a dog from my record label. And it's not that they're doing bad, but it's just like. I don't know. I don't understand these deals. We'll never know these deals until they go bad or until they're finally like revealed. So I don't know what kind of deal he may have had in the beginning. Right. And that's why I can't fault him for, for coming out now because maybe he's just been lied to or, you know, the wool was over his eyes and now it's not. And so I can't fault someone in the, the timeliness mm-hmm. of when they want to come forth and share what they're a victim of. Like, I feel like you should be able to do that at any time, no matter what the situation is. For sure. Now, I will say that, yes, it, it's still questionable. And I have a side eye to like, okay, so you've never had lawyers. So is Wale going through this too? 
why they reworked his label situation? I thought like didn't he rework his? Because like didn't he have the whole thing where he like got out of the deal and then said he didn't want a deal and then did another deal. Right. So I don't know what I don't I don't. This like label talk sometimes gets exhausting, and it's only exhausting because it's just like like when like how I don't know what it's like to be an artist. So don't get me wrong, but like. I've just seen so many examples of how powerful independence can be and how we constantly talk about how labels aren't needed and like labels shouldn't be like our bosses or managers labels should just be like partners that we partner with, like partnering with your label. And so I just don't Mm -hmm. see how these things keep happening unless they're just old deals. But the conversation is just like, it's just going to go around in circles forever because people are going to always need a deal. They're going to always need a deal. And you can't really fault them for it at the time, but like, as we see it more, yeah, they just have to understand like what's more important, like now, like what you get in the now, or the long term of like making the money and making more money later on in your career and owning all that stuff and being able to do all these certain things. So it's just like it's just gonna this, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about this conversation in like another month or two with a whole another artist, and this is never gonna stop. When we shouldn't, that's the point. When we shouldn't, when when does the lesson get learned? But hey, like I said, I'm not of the likes of these people. And I don't know why I am as frustrated as I am, but I don't like seeing talented black people being scammed or gypped or treated less than. I don't think the know? lessons will stop. I don't think the lessons will be learned until the record labels are like dead or have like a strong dependence on like our independent on artists independence and i know i'm not i don't know a bunch on this topic but i just don't think it will like i don't think it will stop i think it's gonna always be there as long as we have pop artists as long as we have industry machines as long as artists always need support it's never gonna stop but it's just up to the artists what they value what they value true very true Okay, a few more topics before we wrap things up. I don't want to talk your ear off no, you're and spill good. all this tea. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to talk about something that was like serious, mm-hmm. a little heavy. Do you know who Hitman Holla is? Why does that sound familiar? Hitman Holla. Isn't that Hitman Holla? He is the battle rapper and he is also a cast member of Wild and Out. And he is now on the new BET series that also features Lauren London. I think it's called like Games We Play or something like that. Did he used to rap with Conceited? Yes. Like, because they're both on Wild and Out. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, they're both battle rappers, mm-hmm. him and Conceited. Right. Yes. Okay. So he or his home and his girlfriend were a victim of a home invasion. So him and his girlfriend stay together. He leaves out of town to do a show. It's 1 a.m. He gets a call from his girl and she says that there's people in the house and I don't know what to do. And so he coaches her to find the gun. She fires off some shots they hit her bullet goes through her cheek and comes out the back of her head a week goes by she's recovering she survived thank god but he claims that he can't change the date of the release of his album that's to drop and the release of the new show on bt 
So a lot of people are saying, how dare you still post about these things, promote these things, advertise, market, when you claim that you're going through this traumatic experience. And I wanted to get your opinion on this because he's being very transparent about it. He's like, how dare y'all? Like, I still need to make a living. We still got to eat. And my girl is beside me, encouraging me and pushing me to still be the person I am. And then, of course, there's the opinion of others saying that you don't really care. This is all um, a publicity stunt or an album rollout. And I wanted to get your your take. I think exactly what you like what you said that he said is right. So I think this is his girl. I think I'm pretty sure he's talking to her. You know, this is a plan. This rollout is like a plan they've already had. Like this happened, like this was started a long time ago. And of course he has probably different sources of income and you know, this could potentially be another big one for him. I'm pretty sure he has his own fan base, yada, yada. So I'm pretty sure there's this like piece to where like, you know, something tragic happened. And of course, like you don't want to release the album or whatever. And I get the source of contention amongst, you know, people and him on like dropping it. Like it doesn't make sense. You should wait. Da, 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 da. But I mean, it's like both sides. Like, yeah, he does have to eat. Like nothing that he makes or creates is promised to make him any revenue where it's like hit not supposed to hit. So like who's to say he waits and drops the album and it doesn't do what it's supposed to do or you can't roll it out no more or, you know, nobody cares. And to me, I think if he like talked through it with her or, if you know, that was his, I just don't think it's that big of a deal. Like, I think he showed a lot of compassion about her. He showed how much he supported her. She's blessed to even be here. She's walking now and all these kind of things. Like, I don't think you play about lie or play about somebody's life. I don't think you use that as a rollout. Um, and I just, I, I, just, I, don't, I don't understand how you can handle it. I can see how, how it would start. But like, I wouldn't care. Like, you, when you go through something like that with your partner and they bounce, like, they come through the other side of that. Like, like you know, like I don't care about what you say. Like this really, like this is real life shit that just happened. Internet has no idea what happened right. in my home. It has no idea what's going on in my life. They have no idea who I've lost. They have no idea how much, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's just like you really have to do what's best for your family. And if he thinks what's best for his family is dropping that project, and she's cool with that too, then cool. But like, if she, if 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 you know, if she's like, nah, like I wouldn't do that. Like, how could you? Can you wait? How could you still drop an album while I'm in here fighting for my life? Okay, I get that, I get that. But if the person that he needs approval for to do to make to do these kind of things is her, and she's not telling him any different, who are the like? Who is he to listen to the people who are like this is a publicity stunt? Like, it's always gonna be an opinion. It's always gonna be an opinion. But it's like, what do you do with what you did? Like, what do you do? Like, how are you like? People will find out eventually if it was a publicity stunt or not. Point blank, period. Like you can't yeah. hide lies forever. So, to me, I, I think people are going to always say something. They're always going to tweet about something. They're always going to say something. But I see no problem with him dropping the album uh, with what he's going through, especially if she's okay. If she, Lord forbid, but if she had passed, yeah, I'd be like, nah. Nah, there's no album dropping. There's none of that. You know what I'm saying? But she made it out on the other side. She's good. She's recovering. I can see why you would still go through with it. Especially if you know how big these medical bills are about to be too. Because I know artists and stuff like that, it's, they don't have like a typical insurance like we do when you work for a company. 
So you have big bills to pay. So to me, Facts. it makes sense that he did that. And I don't think he has to listen to him. He's going to have to always listen to him, but I wouldn't pay it no mind. Because at the end of the day, what matters is, you know, the recovery of your lady and all that kind of stuff. So I don't think it's a big deal that he dropped an album. You know, you got to eat. And she made it through it. I definitely agree with the fact that there's always going to be opinions. And so no matter at what time he dropped an album, if it was now, a month from now, weeks, days, minutes, people are going to have a negative opinion about it regardless. Mm -hmm. And so there's always going to be that peanut gallery that you can't avoid. And I love that you said, just do what's best. That's for you. And so if this is going to provide for your family and advance you and your family, who am I to try and stop you from that? And people are so crazy with your imagination. And I blame society and our, our pranksters Mm -hmm. and just how like our influencers make so much fake look real because people then run with their ideas and then have these crazy takes like you really thought that it was fake blood and fake bullet holes in the wall and that he was fake crying and she was in a fake hospital bed like do you really think all of those things just to roll out an album and you know what else it is too (laughs) like you know what else it is too it's the it's there's this like weird thing with people like thinking they can guess next moves so like Mm. you know like kendrick changed his picture Oh my God, an album's coming out. Oh, is he going to drop something? Oh my God, is that a part of a rollout? Oh, you know, he's going Looking on tour. Sherlock Holmes. Oh, yeah, the or Frank Ocean updated a picture. Oh, is that new music coming? Or like, and that's cool. Like, it's fun as a fan to like think about those things, but everybody does that about everything. Like, oh, Beyonce's talking about pictures. Is she about to drop a new album? Oh, Rihanna's dropping a new Fenty product. Oh, is new music coming? Like, a lot of people like to attach things to a lot of stuff instead of just taking them for like what they are. Granted, sometimes it happens. Like, sometimes it is a rollout. Sometimes, you know, oh, Childish is tweeting. That must mean Atlanta's coming out. Or there's an update on Atlanta. And then there is an update on Atlanta. You know, oh, Big Sean's going on tour. Like, or Big Sean's going on all these interviews and doing these, like, stuff. Oh, must be new music coming. And then, you know, yes, he drops a single. So, like, yes, yeah, that thing like does happen. people in the comments who are trying to comment first. Yeah. And so, like, I'm the first comment. Like, they just literally type the word first because they want to be first. Exactly. They want to solve the mystery. They want to, like, pull back the curtain and find out who the wizard is first when you should just take it all in for what it is. And that's a common theme that I've been mentioning in a lot of episodes lately as I get older. And I'm just taking in music for what it is like i used to be very on top of things as for Mm -hmm. that consumer who want to be first and see what the next move was and solve the puzzle before the other fans did when really you're gonna get what you get (laughs) at the end of the day regardless as if you solved it first or not (laughs) sometimes music sounds better when you wait yeah like sometimes when you avoid the rush of like everybody listening to it, it just sounds better. Like I'll get to it when I get to it. Like period. And then if it's still great, if it's great, it's great. But at least I'm not trying to like force myself to listen to it when everybody else is. Like Drake's album didn't drop till what, like 3 a.m. or like super late or whatever it was. And people are like, I'm not staying up for that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not staying up for that. I'm gonna listen to it tomorrow on the way to work, but I'm not gonna like wait till 3 a.m. to listen to it so I can be the first person to be like, oh, this is a classic, oh, this is great, or oh, this is bad. Like like, no, like, who cares? Like, who cares? Like, who cares? Who cares? 
<laughs> stream numbers don't like there's never no like oh he got so many in the first day album sales like that's cool but you know what really matters is like oh how did how well did it stream after a week how well did it stream after a month how many streams does he need to get to like gold platinum and those streams come from listening listens that are later so it's like there's no need for you to rush first even if you think you're supporting your favorite artist for listening first it doesn't matter they'll never know agreed it's not a tv show <laughs> Speaking of TV shows, oh, Transition King. Let's wrap it up. Final <laughs> topic. And quick side note, have you seen the trailer for the new Ghostbusters and how there's no Ghostbusters? <laughs> huh? There's no Ghostbusters in the Ghostbusters So show? I watched a trailer for the new Ghostbusters movie and it's starring Paul Rudd. Love Paul Rudd. Like, he's like one of my favorite memes. Hey, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> I love that. And so when I saw that he was a star, I was like, oh, this is going to be humorous. It's going to be with the times, unproblematic. I'm here for it. And then in the trailer, they do not introduce anybody with a backpack, with a vacuum on it, ready to bust ghosts. It's literally just him and I believe like his son or a nephew running from ghosts. And then at the end, they'll get captured. Of course, the movie's not out, so I don't really know. But there's no team, essentially. You know how, like, the, there's an original with Bill Murray, and of then course. they did, like, the lady version, and then with the ladies. <laughs> and so I was thinking there was going to be, like, a hip new team, and there's no team. That we know of, yeah. Maybe it's a new approach. It's called Ghostbusters. Who's who's busting the ghosts? We don't know. We have to watch the movie to find <laughs> out. And even if there's nobody busting the ghosts, you won't find out so you pay for that movie. So... Gotcha. And that's when all these streaming services come handy and I start borrowing passwords and I'm going to get that for free. You still going to watch. You still going to watch. You want to know if there's Ghostbusters, so you still going to watch. I'm going to be honest. I still haven't seen the lady version of Ghostbusters, so it's going to be a while. Yes, but you're going to watch. Like you said, it's going to be a while. Something that I will for sure watch, Insecure. Mm. Season five. Yes. Shout out to or season five as they're calling it because they're saying bye oh. I did watch I'm not going to spoil anything I don't know if you watch I don't know if you're a fan but as for the culture this is a moment it this is. is big I um was watching I, I started I didn't finish an Issa Rae interview at Breakfast Club I yes I like Insecure a lot I've only seen the first season I know I'm letting everybody down but not following up on certain topics I've only seen the first <laughs> Listen, listen, if you want to give me an HBO password so I can catch up, I will gladly watch I the whole you. thing. This, yes. Text. Yes. Text me. Text me. I will. Because I, I got you. When I saw the first season, I liked it. I just never got HBO Plus or whatever streaming service it was on. So I never like kept going. But it's always been good. I like I liked that show a lot because it gives me that same feel as like ATL and some of my favorite black shows and actually has like, a good concept. And Issa Rae is just like, an amazing She's an amazing talent. Like she does so many things. She's definitely like an inspiration. But um, I want to watch it. Like I do feel crazy. I feel like FOMO. I'm missing out. Everybody's talking about it on a timeline. Like it's such a good show. I can only imagine how good the other seasons are. And so I'm just very interested to see what it's like because I don't know. It's like the first show that you've seen where there's not a bunch of drama around it in real life. It's just a good show every time. Yes, it's not heavy with the ratchery that 
you know, I, I, I enjoy that. I don't feel secondhand embarrassment. It's not a guilty pleasure. It's just pleasure in watching this content with black people on it. And so, yes, I totally agree. I love that aspect of the show, but since you haven't really kept up, let me say one thing, one thing, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So I mean, jump in the way she gives upcoming musicians looks on her show by playing their music as a part of the show. I think we can all learn from Issa Rae. Each one, teach one, and you don't even have to do much. It don't take much to do that. All the writing camps that she was opening up, like everything she did, like Issa Rae is a real one. She's she's the real one in my book for sure. And like I said, I, I know I haven't been keeping up, but the fact that I've only seen season one and I still talk highly of the show just speaks to how good the show is and how talented and how like respected Issa Rae is as a black woman in this industry. So, Yeah certainly agree i think a lot of other people agree too she's just been an inspiration and someone to kind of be a blueprint from i saw um, a writer that i follow who writes for a lot of other tv shows mentioned that insecure has become the new reference point for a lot of newer shows Mm -hmm. and so shows that are being developed now that are being written on now they're using that as a reference and a blueprint and so shout out to Issa for being you know the bar if you will but um since you haven't kept up with the actual show and the content i won't spoil anything because i want you to take it in for what it is Please, you know that's yes. something that we appreciate as artists and creatives but i did want to get your opinion on something that's been trending about the show in the first episode people were reminded that one of the characters tiffany along with molly are aka members but not in real life And so in episode one, Tiffany has on pink and green. She has on the letters. She's been known to do like the hand uh, signal and and do the the ski wee. And (laughs) I guess for a lot of people, they didn't remember or realize until they saw her in the full on green and pink outfit. Mm -hmm. And there is outrage. Do you feel like it's called for? Do you feel like it's disrespect? Because it is, you know, like a black organization that takes themselves serious and holds themselves on a pedestal of value. And do you think it's disrespectful to like have a character play someone a part of this organization and it not be true? I hope you got that deep sigh, that deep Negro spiritual sigh in in the speaker. Uh, That's the duppy sigh. The duppy sigh. I think... (laughs) Like, oh my God, maybe I'm just almost 30 and I'm just tired of hearing people <laughs> bitch about everything. Everything. And everybody have a different opinion and everybody just yelling in the same room at each other. Like, there's so Man many different Man shouts and win today. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many different things that we should really be focusing on on this industry and the reference of like representation and like there's just so many different things of representation getting black women paid the proper amount independence more black people in certain movies black men or black people telling certain stories there's so many different things that we can really focus on and push but instead we like to you know be like oh um hey she's an aka member in the show but she's not an aka member in real life i don't like this it's like yo like one she's like bringing notoriety it's a certain sign of respect they even chose to put you in there like to like be a part of the film 
because more people are going to talk about you. It's a way that they can tell history or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It promotes you. It puts your name out there, rather, no matter how they represent it. But it's just like, you don't, ah, people are annoying. Like, it's, you don't have to be one in real <laughs> life to be it in an act. Like, that shit happens all the time. You know how many, you know how, you know my favorite show, Snow, uh, 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 Snowfall? Snowfall? Mm-hmm. Franklin Saint is not from California. He is from the UK. <laughs> and the last thing I don't, you know what I didn't do when I found out he's from the UK? I didn't hop in there and be like, man, we need to stop black niggas from being in London and playing American role. We need like an LA nigga out there playing that role. I want Frank. I No, I never I said he's from London. Wow. Mm-hmm. This man is good. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. I, I didn't make no big uproar about it. Like, it's just talent. Talent is talent. I know, like, I know that there's like a, a thing where, of course, there's a bunch of black women and men who deserve the opportunity out here who are just as good. Blah blah. I agree, but to me, it's like the same thing. It's like who fucking cares? Like, I I know that fraternities and sororities get really like uptight about representation and stuff. So like, this is expected, but shit's whack to me. This shit's whack. Like, who cares? Like, they mentioned you. You should be proud about that. If she's not one in real life, who cares? But guess what? AKA's made it to Insecure, which is one of the greatest shows of all time. So, why are we throwing salt on the show? And, like, if you're gonna shit on that, you're also shitting on her show, so you're shitting on a black woman and her work and how she decides to, like, direct and produce certain things. So, you're shitting on a black woman's work because you think that, you know, they're not representing the organization, right? Because she's not a real one in real life. That makes no sense. And I think it's very, I don't know, like people are grasping for things to be mad at people because it's talk. a positive portrayal. Like these are black people who have graduated from college and went through these organizations and are wearing the letters proudly in the episode or showing them at like a reunion event and, and none of it was negative. And so it's like, there was nothing to be mad at at the end of the day, besides the fact that they're simply wearing a costume. Like this is an actor playing a character, a positive character that makes your organization look good (laughs) for black people. People just want to talk and be heard about nothing. Exactly. People are grasping for things to be mad at. And it's kind of embarrassing because, again, it's Black people doing positive things, and yet we still have an issue with it. And then if you are Greek and hearing this, and you're still, like, offended, and you're just like, no, you still don't understand. Who fucking cares? We respect our letters. (laughs) Well, in addition to that, I wanted to make a point, like, yes, like, you respect your letters, Mm -hmm. and you don't want common people wearing the letters. But there's also a thing with of like interacting with other letters and wearing the wrong letters too, Mm -hmm. where there's never outrage when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. Cause Morris Chestnut is a whole Sigma, but he played a Q in the best man. And I didn't hear not one peep about like, Oh, he's not even part of that organization. And he's, he's part of this one and repping the wrong one. That's, that's, you know, that's, disrespectful to the orgs i didn't i didn't hear any of that and that happens a lot more often than just regular people like playing someone with the letters on yeah and maybe it's usually people who are in the fraternity circle or sorority you know circle and then they play people in a different organization and i feel like that's even more disrespectful you should be wearing the letters that you actually pledged and got correct (laughs) correct and at the end of the day it's like that's like a like that's 
I don't know how to explain it. Like I get like I get the loyalty over the thing. Like, I know it's like a family thing, and it's like like I get the. I get the sensitivity around it or like the respect or like the undying loyalty around it. Like I get it. Like I'm not, I'm not like an ignorant, like I'm not that ignorant or I'm not a hater. I'm not out of touch to like think that like the trash. Right, we both went to college. Yeah, I get We've it. We've been in the atmosphere of fraternities and sororities. Yeah. And I have my own opinions, but like at the end of the day, I said, I, I get being displeased with it, but I think people who are displeased with it and like shit on the show because of that is like dumb. But like you could say, oh, it's kind of whack and still like the show. Like, you know, like there's artists who make songs that you don't like, but you still like the artists because they mostly make good music. So I get that. But if, if if an artist makes a bad song and you're like, oh, they're fucking trash. Like they don't make, I'm not saying no more. They're just so bad. They're so trash. It's like, what are you doing? Like everybody's allowed to make mistakes or have their own opinion on something, but you, you know, you don't have to like throw it the whole thing under the bus, throw the whole thing away because of one thing either. So and I agree. Like you could think it's whack, but to shit on the show because of it is an extreme, like you said. And it's like if you think it's whack, it's a decision that was made by your organization because they have to get the permission of your organization to use those letters. Just like drumline. Right. And so if you're upset, be upset with your chairman or chairwoman or whoever's leading your organization because someone had to sign off to say, okay, to have that representation on TV. Yeah. Don't be mad that Issa Rae actually chose your fraternity or sorority. Like that's the part you should be happy about. So exactly. You know how I go. Right. Well, those are all my juicy spill the tea shenanigan topics but i do want to like briefly just hear like what do you mean when you say that your next move's got to be your best move does that mean that you're you're still on a hiatus and you're just going to take your time and coming back or like what does that mean for us as fans of you and Devin? no one cares so i'm usually somebody who's very long-winded and a man of many words um i'm just gonna say two words and leave it alone and it's magnum opus. That's that's the concept of everything that's been on my mind. It's magnum opus. If you want to know what that means, you can look it up. You can read it. Tammy, I tell you, of course, in our own magnum opus. Magnum opus. And of course, I'll tell you more when we talk on phone calls and stuff later on. But for the sake of who's listening, like magnum opus is what's on my mind. Magnum opus. I'll tell you what it means. Magnum opus is like the life embodiment of people's work. The best body of work that people have ever done. Mm. so i'm not gonna waste my time doing small things anymore for myself personally um i'm almost 30 i'm married um you know you can see i got a dream job one of my dream jobs for sure i'm definitely doing that now uh, i still have a passion and desire to create um a lot of changes going on in my life and has gone on since my last episode so i'm at a point to where you know um I want my next work to be my best work and hopefully my last work because it's going to work. So I just put everything into everything and make it do what it needs to do. You know, we'll see if God sees it through, but magnum opus is what I'm going to end off. Uh, is what I'm going to end it off saying. So that's, that's, that's the, the concept of where I am and what's going on and what's in store. So in other words, Let's get the shit. Let's get the shit. Let's get the shit. Let's basically, get the shit. <laughs> basically, a hundred percent. That's and I'm all doing, I heard. <laughs> I'm doing so much, and I'm doing absolutely nothing. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I can relate to. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Which is not a bad thing. If you get what I'm saying, if you know, you know. But I'm doing a lot, but I'm doing absolutely nothing. Well, where can people follow you and watch you do nothing? You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Devin We Here. Um, you can check out the podcast if you want. The No One Cares podcast, still on all streaming platforms. Haven't made an episode since like April. Um, but yeah, just follow me on my social handles. Follow me on Instagram for sure. That's where I am mainly. Twitter sometimes too. But um, yeah. And then of course, follow Tammy too. Like wherever Tammy is, I'll be there. So. <laughs> tea with tammy <laughs> on all streaming platforms um on all social network platforms as well tea with tammy.com and guess what we here now yes and also hold on wait, wait wait my last word stop stop being mean to my friends stop being mean to my friends respect my friends please and who are your friends you you're my friend oh you telling these niggas to respect me <laughs> be nice to my best friends Sir, I'm a black woman. I'm the most disrespected person out here. <laughs> oh, here we go. Another episode's about to spark up. Go ahead and end it. That's another episode. <laughs> and until next time, before anyone else interrupts, sip some tea. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Man.